Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bed bugs in Paris. Let's talk about it. The French capital is crawling with the pests as the number of sightings has soared in recent weeks. They live inside the seams of sofas and multiply in the crevices of furniture. The questions are whether those bedbugs have come across the Eurostar, come across trains, come across flights. The bedbugs have arrived in London. The tiny little things have caused no end of drama recently. Social media has been buzzing with news of a bedbug outbreak in Paris, and it's apparently spreading. When we thought the COVID pandemic was over, we get ourselves into a bedbug epidemic. London appeared to be next. Last week, the mayor, Sadiq Khan, made a statement. This is a real source of concern. We're taking steps to make sure we don't have those problems in London in relation to regular cleaning of not just the tubes and our buses, but talking to the Eurostar as well. And this is all very well if you're in the pest control game. How many bedbugs are there in here? <laughs> Quite a few. Hundreds? Hundreds. But just how bad is it, actually? What's the truth behind the Paris infestation sensation? And what should you do if they move into your house? You're listening to Stories of Our Times from The Times and The Sunday Times. I'm Luke Jones. Today, the great big bedbug outbreak. Real or hype? My name's Natalie Steed, and I've got a bedbug problem. As we were thinking about all this, Natalie, thankfully, happened to get in touch with one of our producers, with news of her house guests. When did you first realise that there was something amiss? Earlier this year, so in the spring, I felt like I was getting bitten. But we've got a cat and our vet had changed the flea treatment regime and we just thought it was fleas. So we did the, you know, defleed the cat, did a kind of domestic flea treatment and we were still getting bitten. I thought that's a bit weird. And Natalie, when you say bitten, what do you mean? Like little bites, itchy bites on my arms, ankles, feet, Mm. sometimes on my neck. And so then... I I did a bit of research thinking, I wonder if this is bedbugs. This is a bit awful, but I wonder if it is. And I read that they're quite sneaky. They come out at night. So I waited 
in the dark and I would then quickly switch my phone on, flip back the duvet and start hunting round. And I, I never found anything. And then last week, my husband woke up in the night feeling like he was being bitten and found a very fat red bed bug on him. How fat? Oh, well, it's pretty awful. They're basically, they, they get so fat that they can barely move. So it's very easy to catch. Because they've eaten so much of him. Because they've eaten so much blood. They're kind of this massive balloon. They're like a little water balloon, but with legs, I suppose. And it was, he said it was kind of ambling across the sheet. (laughs) And he was able to get some sellotape and kind of catch it like that. But it was going very slowly. And then he saw another one. And when he touched that one, it just popped. Oh. So pretty grim. But in a way, discovering what it was was quite a relief because once you know what it is, you can at least prepare your strategy. Um, and in terms of strategy, is that you just going out and buying any spray and thing you can get your hands on or are you all getting the professionals in? No, I did a lot of reading about it and it seemed pretty clear that it's not something you can do yourself, really, I don't think. So we kind of looked at various options online and looked at the council and then found a, a firm that seemed to have pretty good reviews, uh, could fit us in, was seemed knowledgeable. So so we went with them. And how are you mentally with it? Because just oh. even though it's not the most damaging thing that can happen to you, it is a bit annoying. No, it, it is. It is also quite a disgusting thought. It's absolutely disgusting. Did it keep you up? Well, you become paranoid. It's not really very relaxing, I have to say. No. And I'm sorry for laughing because it is horrible, but well, it, it is, is also quite, at the same time funny. really hilarious. Yeah. 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 You had the exterminators in then last yeah. week. What did they say about, um, well, I guess the, the fact that you're bang on trend with this? <laughs> they said they arrived thinking it's either going to be not bed bugs or there's going to be a massive infestation. And actually it turned out to be pretty minor and treatable. But mm. the reason they said that was they said they'd have absolutely loads and loads and loads of calls from people. They said they'd had three calls that morning that they came out to us from people saying, we need we need a bed bug treatment. And they said, okay, so what, what evidence have you found? Oh, nothing, nothing, but we have just come back from Paris. So they said people are just calling them thinking that it, it's inevitable that they'll have bed bugs because they've been to France. More from Natalie and her exterminators later. First, let's follow the finger pointing to where many claim this outbreak started, over the channel in France. I'm Charles Brenner. I'm Times Correspondent in Paris, one of two Times Correspondents in Paris. And what is bedbug in French? Punaise de lit. Punaise is also a a thumbtack in French. Have you taken any precautions? Not at all, no. I haven't even inspected my own household, really. Have you even inspected it? You haven't had a look? (laughs) I think, yeah, I should. Have you had any conversations recently with people about bedbugs? I mean, has there been much chatter? People are all talking about them, but I haven't actually met anybody who's suffered from them directly. The extent of infestation is not really known. The government said it is rather difficult to tell. We know things like there are seven schools in the whole of France which have been affected where they have 
actually closed the schools to get rid of bedbugs, and 15 other schools have had detections of bedbugs. Bedbugs are not only in beds, as their name suggests. Ici, là, là et là. In Paris, they are everywhere. In movie theatres, hospitals and trains. There are lots of pictures of alleged bedbugs in the um, Paris metro, but the Paris metro authority says they haven't found one. And now, now there are stories that there are bedbugs in the Toulouse metro. In response, Emmanuel Macron's Renaissance party said it would put forward a bill by the end of the year to combat the surging numbers of reported bedbug cases. The French government also said it would host emergency meetings to examine the issue. And did all of this mayhem start with a survey that came out, which was earlier in the summer, wasn't it? Yes, the survey reported that 11% of French households had suffered from bedbugs between 2017 and 2022. They've got this information from the exterminators, from the pest control people, who said they've been called out increasingly for over the last decade. In fact, it's a steady rise. It's not a sudden explosion. And it shows that, at least in the past, there has been some success in getting on top of this issue, but but what progress has slipped on that front? Yes, so people have got rid of them themselves. They've they've been fighting a a defensive war against bedbugs. Hotels and holiday rentals have reluctantly admitted that they've been affected. It's difficult to detect the numbers involved because they're reluctant to give information, but the government is is trying to get information on all of this at the moment. Hmm. So if it is everywhere, perhaps not at the the high rate that is seen in cities in particular, how did this snowball into such a a media frenzy on this, do you think? I think we have uh, social media largely responsible for that. What happened was that there were a few reports from schools and hotels at the end of the holiday season and with the French were coming back to work. It's Mm. what's called, the French called la rentrée. It's almost the start of the new year in France in early September. The subject took off with complaints and and then people getting onto social social media and posting pictures of bedbugs or alleged bedbugs and complaining of infestations. When you rent a one-month airband in Paris and discover bedbugs... And then the main, mainstream media picked that all up. Marie, c'est un couple victime de punaise de lit qui vous a contacté à l'adresse. I had to take the train this morning and it stressed me out because I wondered whether I would find some. And then the opposition to President Macron got in on the game, and it was particularly the hard left-wing opposition, uh, La France Insoumise, so that is the Unbowed France Party. And they said it's all the government's fault, it's President Macron's personally to blame. A wave of panic has gripped the country. Bedbugs proliferate in everyday places. Hospitals, schools, workers' homes, retirement homes, prisons, trains or even cinemas. The situation is an ordeal for millions of citizens. One MP, uh, Mathilde Mapano, who is a quite outspoken MP, she got a a test tube full of bedbugs. She was uh, waving them around Parliament and then in the face of Elisabeth Bourne, the Prime Minister, saying, must we wait for your office to be infested before you finally react, madame? And why that, just aside from just obvious politicking? I mean, how can they in any way genuinely try and stick it on him? 
They argue that the health ministry is not doing its job and should have been alerted earlier to what they describe as a major problem, a health emergency affecting France. As I mentioned, there's no evidence that this has become a health emergency, but they are extremely uh, outspoken, the radical left, and they use anything possible to hit President Macron and his government. And in terms of how Macron and his administration pushes back on this, I mean, is it sort of useful for them to let the narrative of not a plague, but um, the fact that this is happening somewhat naturally preferable than them dealing with the accusations of what's happening in the health ministry and the rest? They are playing down the, the, the threat. Je vous remercie. La parole est à Madame Elisabeth Borne, Première Ministre. Mesdames et Messieurs les députés, les punaises de lit ont infesté la plupart des grandes villes du monde. They are pointing out all the time that this is a common problem in all developed countries. And they, they've, they've reappeared gradually since the early 90s in other cities, just uh, as they have in France and, and in Paris. But there's a big but. Next summer are the Olympic Games in Paris. Yes. And uh, government does not want the whole world to start associating Olympic Games in Paris with, with creepy crawlies in, in the bed. <laughs> and is that partly what's stoking some of the... The, the sort of social media frenzy about this, the, the, the nervousness of having a big national event like that in the offing, a time where the city has to be perfect and a lot is riding on it. Yes, that's very much the case. People pointed out that it's almost traditional that a year before Olympic Games, people start worrying about the host country's ability to cope with the Games. But in Paris, they, there are a certain amount of uh, <laughs> amusement. They are, people are quite pleased to see the government with egg on its face or potential egg on its face. President Macron is not popular. He's regarded by many people to be rather smug and self-satisfied. So the idea that bedbugs could be bedbugs be threatening the Olympic Games is a bit of a, a game at the moment. This reputation of Paris having this problem, though, has already spread internationally, though, hasn't it? I mean, what, what kind of, to what kind of extent? Yeah, that's, that's the problem for the government, is the image of France is not being helped by this the American late night talk shows have been making doing bed bug monologues. It is me. There are bugs in Paris. Jimmy Fallon did one. He has a speciality of dressing up as President Macron and putting on a very French accent and uh, holding a baguette and wearing a striped shirt and a berry and the whole works and a glass of wine. And he sang a, a rather moody song uh, lamenting the presence of bed bugs in the heart of Paris. They could creep. Even chest hair, you see. So give it a clean with the spritz of Febreze. Of course, there was the Paris Fashion Week, which helps mm. as well. Fashion correspondents all did their turn as uh, insect correspondents and wrote about their experience on the on the front line of the bedbug wars. The rivalry between the UK and France is also well-known, and I guess the problems that they're having on this respect uh, in Paris and beyond are not exactly sympathised with over the channel. Eurostar have, have even waded into this as well. Eurostar were asked what they were doing, so of course they said they were taking every possible measure, and of course they said we take it very seriously. Eurostar is playing into, a, as we say nowadays, a narrative of, of British view of France, which is uh, chance to bash the French is always good, and the English-speaking countries like depicting France as not terribly clean and having hygiene problems. Paris has been gripped by an infestation of bedbugs. Good. What's the truth? Are they coming over on boats, these bugs? 
I mean, well, the French will probably let them come, won't they, to be fair? And uh, this plays into that very well. And British press, the idea of bedbugs um, infesting France is, is, goes down extremely well. So if the French might not be to blame for a bedbug outbreak, where did all of these British bugs come from? And if you can already feel them crawling all over you, fear not, we'll tell you exactly what to do if, if you actually have some. That's after the break. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Marketers and advertisers, brands big and small. You've been after a special someone for a while now. You think they're into you. I mean, you share the same interests, both passionate about the same stuff. Why wouldn't they be? Wait. There's a moment of silence. It's finally just you two alone. They're waiting. Go on, shoot your shot. You've got a voice. Use it now. Hearts are racing. Breathing becomes heavier. This is your chance to win them over. So what are you going to say? Get closer to your audience. Make podcast ads with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started. My name is Professor James Logan, and I'm a professor at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, and I'm CEO of Arctic Innovation, which is a spin-out company from the London School. Can you describe a bedbug for us, for anyone who hasn't seen one? So bedbugs are small insects. A lot of people think that they're microscopic, but in actual fact, as an adult, a bedbug is quite big. It's about the size of an apple pip, and it's kind of brown in colour, browny reddish uh, sort of colour. They don't jump, they don't fly, but they do crawl around, and they feed on our blood. How big of a problem have they been? Is it something that we've always been worried about? So... Bedbugs have been around for a very long time. They've sort of evolved with us. In this country and in many countries around the world, about 60, 70 years ago, they would have been in everybody's home. But then insecticides were developed, and that allowed us to get rid of bedbugs and other insects, like fleas, for example, from our homes. So we started to see a decline in insects like bedbugs around our home. But because insects evolve very quickly and when they pick up a a sublethal dose, a dose of insecticide that doesn't kill them, they can evolve to become resistant. So we're beginning to see now an increase in bedbug populations across the world. Whether the situation is any worse in Paris than it is anywhere else in the world, you know, there is no scientific evidence to suggest that. And is 
are new insecticides coming on stream soon? I mean, are people working on new ways to kill them? Is that, is that a particularly difficult piece of work? It is. I mean, you know, insects are incredible creatures because they can evolve very, very quickly. So they always seem to be one step ahead of us. Um, there are new chemicals that are being developed, which may be able to tackle uh, bedbugs in the future, but it's quite a, a long process to get those chemicals onto the market. Yes. And so if I'm thinking about the Paul Parisian worried about this latest outbreak as overhyped or, or not it might be, what's the best thing to do? So the the key to the bedbug issue is to know when you have an infestation as early as possible. And you can get traps which lure the bedbugs using a pheromone. So one is called bug sense, for example, and that can lure bedbugs into the trap so that you know that they're there as quickly mm. as possible so you can deal with them. But really, anybody could be unlucky and pick up a bed bug. And you can pick them up anywhere. It can be in a youth hostel or it can be in a five-star hotel. It really doesn't matter where you are. Now, the things that you can do if you are staying somewhere uh, like a hotel is to keep your luggage off the ground on the luggage racks. Zip up your luggage. Keep it nice and, and sealed so that they can't get in there. If you're going to hang your clothes up, hang them up on coat hangers in the wardrobe. I tend not to put them in to drawers because bed bugs might be hiding in the sort of cracks in drawers. Yes. Um, don't leave your clothes on the floor. When you're about to leave, check your clothes along the seams, make sure there's no bugs in there. If you have stayed somewhere with bed bugs, you can bag up your clothes when you get home, unpack in the garden. The bed bugs won't survive in the garden. Then you can wash your clothes at a very high temperature or you can bag them up and stick them in the freezer for a few days. What is the issue with them other than it not being a pleasant thought, thinking about little creepy crawlies wandering around your, your bed or in your drawers or wherever. Um, do they actually do much harm to us? Well, you know, the very concept of thinking about bed bugs can be quite harmful, actually, from a, a mental health point of view. So people do suffer because it's quite a traumatic experience. Mm. You know, the thought of sleeping in a bed and having bugs crawling over you without you knowing and feeding yeah. on your blood can be very traumatic. So that in itself is an issue. They feed on us by biting through our skin and that creates a, a wound, a bite. So there's potential for that to become infected, which can cause a problem. People can have infections and have to take antibiotics if they react badly to bites. The good news with bed bugs is there's no evidence that they can transmit disease. So from a public health point of view, it's more really about the bites, it's about the mental health issues, and also the stigma associated with this as well, because people tend to think that if you have bed bugs, you must be dirty, your home must be dirty, but that is not the case at all. As I said, bed bugs can be found anywhere, including five-star hotels. So, back to Natalie in London with her actual bed bug problem. When we left her, she'd just got the professionals in and the extermination soon got underway. It's a, a kind of insecticide chemical treatment, so they, they're putting it in the places where bugs might be. So, for example, we dismantled our bed and they kind of went right into all the crevices and um, things in the bed. Have you had to chuck anything? No, they were very clear that that's not what they would advise. So we we, we kind of cleaned everywhere and got rid of the hoover bag mm. after we'd done the hoovering. And then we washed everything, but on a, a high temperature, so 60 degree temperature, and then tumble dried it. And I think their strategy is that you're not allowed to clean for a couple of weeks after they've done the treatment with the idea that bed bugs will walk over the 
poison and pick it up. And the, I mean, the, the, the uh, thing that they're really clear about is you have to keep staying in that room. To tempt them. To tempt them in, yeah. So you, we've tonight mm. and every night since the treatment, we've got to go to bed like a kind of human sacrifice in the kind of, for the <laughs> long-term good of, <laughs> of bed bug eradication. And then after two weeks, they'll be back in touch with us. And if we're still experienced, they'll come and I think they'll come and check to see if there's any further evidence. I feel pretty okay about it. I think it's probably going to work this time. If not, I think we'll just keep at it with them until until the problem's gone. So thinking about the current situation we're in, not just in, in, in Paris and parts of France, but also concerns about this coming across on the Eurostar or wherever and and getting into the UK. Is this media hype? Is is it broadly what we've seen in the past? The honest answer to that is I think there is a bit of media hype uh, around mm. this. Now, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because bedbugs are a big issue and they're a growing issue. And that situation isn't going to get any better because of climate change. So climate change is causing insect pests to spread much further, much quicker, breed quicker and be around for more months of the year as our temperatures warm up. Mm. So we're going to see more and more cases like this. You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times, with me, Luke Jones, and my guests, Natalie Steed, Charles Bremner, Paris correspondent at The Times, and Professor James Logan from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. You can read more of Charles's work at thetimes.co.uk with a subscription. And if you want to hear more from Natalie, she produces the podcast Folk on Foot. The producer here was Sam Chantarasak. The executive producer is Kate Ford. And sound design was by David Crackles. Stories of our times at thetimes.co.uk is our email. You can reach us there day or night with tips, stories, suggestions and everything in between. Goodbye. Marketers and advertisers, brands big and small. You've been after a special someone for a while now. You think they're into you. I mean, you share the same interests, both passionate about the same stuff. Why wouldn't they be? Wait, there's a moment of silence. It's finally just you two alone. They're waiting. Go on, shoot your shot. You've got a voice. Use it now. Hearts are racing. Breathing becomes heavier. This is your chance to win them over. So what are you going to say? Get closer to your audience. Make podcast ads with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started.